From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 6th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The shooting death of a teen remains under investigation in southwest Ohio. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. The Butler County Coroner's Office identified the victim as 18-year-old Carrie Wade Hipsher Burton of Forest Park. He was found in a second-story hallway of the Holiday Inn Express in Fairfield early Sunday. This 911 caller says he shot the teen in self-defense. You know, he, he had a firearm, and uh, he thought he was going to the ground or he was going to shoot us, and I, and I shot him because, you know, my gun is in my name. My gun is in my name, so I shot him. Prosecutors will decide whether any charges will be filed or if the case goes in front of a grand jury. Steve Vaughn, ONN. On the southeast side of Akron, police in Springfield Township fatally shot a man during an incident late yesterday morning. ONN's Lydia Espara in Cleveland reports. According to police, 38-year-old Jeremy McCracken opened fire on them while a tow truck was removing a car from his property. Authorities say McCracken would not comply, and when the tow truck arrived, he opened fire. Neighbor Andrea Dalton says he was shooting at the tow truck driver, and he just hit the ground and called the cops, and then everything happened from there. A witness tells me police did administer first aid. McCracken later died at the hospital. In Springfield Township, Lydia Spara. An Akron man died last week in Myrtle Beach during Hurricane Ian while apparently trying to perform a handstand on a hotel balcony. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. According to WMBF-TV in Myrtle Beach, 34-year-old Markel Hope fell from the 15th floor balcony of the Patricia Grand Hotel last Friday. Hope was apparently attempting the handstand maneuver at about 3.30 in the afternoon, and the coroner says he died at the scene due to his injuries. Hurricane Ian has resulted, though, in more than 100 deaths, most of them in Florida, with the number continuing to rise as victims are found. Angela Ann, ONN News. A prayer vigil was held last night in Sunbury, north of Columbus, for Kenny Zedeker, the 11-year-old boy who was seriously injured after he was run over by a float during the Big Walnut High School homecoming parade last weekend. ONN's Richard Solomon reports there is encouraging news about the boy's condition. I spoke with Kenny's mother and grandmother. They tell me they have good news. Kenny finally opened his eyes and they saw that smile of his that is giving them a lot of hope right now. Now, of course, the two say he has a long road ahead of him, but they're thankful that road ahead exists. And they say he's getting better and better each day. He did suffer several facial bone fractures, a pelvic fracture, and broken ribs. But I am told the community prayers and support has gotten them through. Reporting in Sunbury, I'm Richard Solomon. The Columbus City School Board approved a resolution yesterday regarding the state's guidance on Title IX. ONN's Yolanda Harris in Columbus has more. We acquired a copy of that resolution, which opposes the state board's decision to reject supportive gender identity policies. It was adopted unanimously. Board member Eric Brown will testify at the state board's meeting next week. I'm Yolanda Harris. In Northwest Ohio, the football coach at Tenora High School in Defiance, who was placed on administrative leave last week, has stepped down. ONN's Dave James reports. Coach Kenneth Krause's resignation is immediate and a school-based investigation into concerns of possible hazing within the football program has concluded. The Northeastern Local Board of Education says appropriate athletic discipline has been imposed, adding that it's not aware of any ongoing criminal investigations or charges, but that serious concerns have been addressed by district administration. Krause coached the Tenora Rams to -to back-to-back state Final Four appearances in 2014 and 15. Dave James, ONN News. 
Earlier this year, Columbus Dr. William Husel was found not guilty of 14 murder counts, stemming from allegations he ordered lethal doses of fentanyl to critically ill hospital patients. ONN's Bennett Haberly has an update. William Husel's attorney has asked that his client's deposition and its transcript be sealed, arguing that what Husel told the attorneys representing the patient's families will cause him embarrassment, undue burden, and potentially prejudice a jury ahead of a civil trial. Husel still faces 10 wrongful death lawsuits that allege he and Mount Carmel were negligent, had lax internal controls, and were responsible for the deaths of the patients under his care. Attorneys for the patient's families have opposed this motion to seal Husel's deposition, which took place over 10 days back in August. I'm Bennett Haverly. Political news out of Akron. ONN's Dave Chadowski has more. Mayor Dan Horgan says he will not be running for re-election. In a statement, Horgan says his decision is not to seek a third term, is based on personal reasons. He went on to thank citizens for placing their trust in him as mayor. Horgan's term runs through December of next year. After Horrigan announced he will not run again, Deputy Mayor Marco Somerville announced his candidacy. Avian flu is a big concern for places like the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports there's concern the disease may have already claimed victims there. They are still waiting on test results, but they believe the disease killed five black swans as a precaution uh, to all those species are, are now inside. And those uh, exhibits there, they're closed to the public. Of course, we'll let you know when they reopen to the public. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Some four-legged survivors of Hurricane Ian are now in northwest Ohio. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. Right now, six dogs that were evacuated from parts of Florida damaged by the hurricane are resting at the Toledo Humane Society. The animals were flown to Akron last night and brought to northwest Ohio. The society's director tells us the dogs will be checked out, and once they are ready, they will go up for adoption. I'm Amanda Fay. And in the first year under their new name, Guardians, Cleveland's baseball team is the champion of the American League Central Division and heads into the playoffs tomorrow. ONN's Dave Holmes reports. The American League wildcard schedule is set and the Cleveland Guardians will host the Tampa Bay Rays for a three-game series this weekend. Major League Baseball has changed the playoff format so the Guardians will host all three games Friday at noon, Saturday at noon, and Sunday at 4 p.m. if necessary. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.